Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Well, it appears that uh, Donald Trump and Justin Trudeau were in a bit of a war of words anywhere to hear Trump tell the story. Uh, he was at a rally the other day and, of course, uh, started spinning about NAFTA and uh, suggested that uh, he was chiding uh, the Canadian Prime Minister uh, because uh, of the trade deficit situation. And, and according to Trump's version of events anyway, that uh, Prime Minister Trudeau said, no, 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 we, we don't, you don't have a trade deficit. Was, there's a surplus. And on and on it went like this. Uh, this rather abbreviated conversation. Uh, you have a trade surplus. And Trump says, no, we don't. He says, no, you have a trade surplus. And he says, no, it's a deficit. And, and, and that's a theme that Trump's been using. He used it during the campaign last year, and he's used it since then when NAFTA negotiations started to say that the United States is getting screwed around by everybody, including Canada, with all these trade deals, and, and it's because they have deficit situations. Worst deal ever, yada, 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 yada. You've heard all that before. And Trudeau essentially was saying, no, the numbers don't show that at all. Now, economists are starting to weigh in on this debate and said, first of all, why are you even having this argument? And secondly, they're not so sure that trade deficits slash surpluses are even that important in the overall picture. Let me get Marvin Ryder into the conversation, a business professor at the DeGroote School of Business at McMaster University. Hi, Marvin. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you, Bill. Listen, if, I, if you were designated to referee this debate between <laughs> these two, uh, this is like taste great, less filling, the old beer commercials from years ago. Uh, they're both right, they're both wrong. I mean, where, where, where do they stand on this? Right. So, uh, let, well, let's start off with the specific numbers here. Do we have a balance of trade positively or negatively with the United States? And the answer is that uh, the United States does have a trade deficit with Canada when it comes to the trade of goods, products, physical, tangible things. Uh, it's come down a lot. At one point, uh, 10, 15 years ago, it was about a $60 billion deficit. Now in goods, it's running about $11, $12 billion a year. But just on goods... Canada does export more to the United States than we import from the United States. So on that level, Donald Trump is correct. Now, Justin is also correct because we say in this day and age to narrowly focus on goods doesn't make sense. There's another whole trade in services, and as well, we tend to look at where money flows. So when I look at things like where Canadians go for their winter holidays, when I look at who holds some of Canada's debt and where the interest payments go, and when I look at service spending, it is the other way around, that uh, Canada runs a small deficit with the United States, not measured on $11 billion, $12 billion, more on the order of 3 or $4 billion. <clears throat> but what was a trade deficit strictly in goods becomes a trade surplus when you put it all in. But in a way, Bill, you're absolutely right. This is like arguing how many angels dance on the head of a pin. It doesn't really mean anything unless the people doing the negotiation take stock of this. And forgive me for phrasing it like this. Donald Trump has never let facts stand in the way of a good argument. He has his version of the world, his view of the world, and he's going to stick to it. So to have this debate between two world leaders, especially when one world leader doesn't care, it really is a bit of a waste of time. But, but it seems to be the foundation for his very argument, at least when he's playing to the home crowd anyway. Well, yes. So, so again, let's, let's speak about that. So uh, where, where has his message really resonated? That's the greater uh, Great Lakes area, a basin where it used to be was the manufacturing heart of the United States. Today, we sadly call it the Rust Belt, but this was an area where cars were manufactured, steel was made, things were produced, and if you compare it to the 1960s, those heydays of the 1960s, things aren't as good. And so people in those areas have listened to politicians try to explain, they bring out the charts, they bring out the graphs, so on and so forth, 
But in their heart of hearts, people in those areas say, we want action. We don't want words. We want action. And Donald Trump says he's going to give them some action. Whether he's right or wrong, whether his motivation is correct, whether his tactics are even correct, it does not matter to them. Here's someone who's taking up their cause. So, for instance, uh, when he was campaigning last year, Donald Trump said, elect me, and I'm going to change that trade deficit with Mexico. Uh, all your jobs have gone to Mexico, and that's what everybody wanted to hear. So he's going to build a wall. He's going to keep the Mexicans out. He's going to change the trade agreement. Yay, bravo, bring those jobs back. Or coal, you know, you know, it's the Obama administration's environmental things. I'm going to come in there. Coal is clean. I'm going, Yay, you go do that, Donald. Bring us back our jobs. Finally, someone who's singing our song. It just doesn't matter to them how right he is. And in both cases, uh, those ships have sailed. In the case of the jobs, it isn't jobs that have gone to Mexico or gone to Canada. It's automation. This is where most of the manufacturing jobs have gone. Here locally, ArcelorMittal DeFasco makes as much steel as it has ever made in Hamilton, but it does it with 20% of the workforce. Why? It's technology. It's not because of Mexico. It's not because of the United States. It's technology that's replaced those jobs, and those jobs aren't coming back. In the case of coal, that ship has sailed. Even if coal is cleaner, it, and when you burn it, there's just so much carbon dioxide that's released to the atmosphere and we are trying to move away from a carbon-based economy, even if Donald changes all the rules, I don't think people are going to start buying coal again. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.